Cause now it's time for Fumble Through. Fumble Through. A podcast that likes to nicky, nacky, patty, wacky, and give a dog a bone. Are you allowed to say those words now? <laughs> <laughs> Is that PC? I don't know. To call people a nicky, nacky, patty, wacky? <laughs> a nicky, nacky, patty, wacky. Well, I did say knick, knack, patty, whack. Uh, give a dog a bone. Hey. Well, it's, it's a real fairy tale here in the Fumble Factory. Yeah, nursery except rhymes. that- Luke is no longer allowed to go around kissing sleeping women. Sure, they wake up, but it's the lawsuits that make the difference. <laughs> ah! Speaking of toads turning into princes. <laughs> Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. You can submit questions like this one from our number one Thumble fan. Mm. A what? Thumble. He's the guy that looks like a thumb. Thumbelina. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Call him our num- number one Thumbelina. Thumble fan. Okay. Get it? I, I, thought, I yep. thought you got rid of After your list when it. you were a kid. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he asked if you were, you know, at the gym and you're yeah. you're doing squats, yeah, and you're on your fifteenth out of twenty, yeah, and you accidentally you you do a wet fart and you're not sure if it's a shit or a fart. Uh-huh. Do you go straight to the bathroom to check or do you finish your set? Number one, he said there is a correct answer, but I don't know one. Number I one, I got this. I got this. Mm-hmm. I don't go to the gym. Yeah, I said that. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think Jim would have complained. I don't, I don't need to. Uh... Here's what I know from the Pathfinder 2 rule set. A brownout is a full round action. <laughs> 12 seconds. This failure fortitude save. Yeah. <laughs> Did we have a yeah. question like that before? <laughs> yeah. How would you fail your fortitude save in the uh, real world? Uh, I think you'll find I wouldn't do a set of 20 because uh, I would be getting hypertrophy at 10. So, what is the real, res- like. I don't know. Hopefully. What is the gym etiquette? I have no idea. What? I don't go to the gym either. Well, I feel there's like at the end of the day, if you've done that and it's not, there's nothing trickling down your leg, I'd finish the set, right? If you feel something trickling but down he, your leg, it's time to go. You know what that feels like. <laughs> it depends what on my leg. Down the driveway. Dribbling down the weights. Were you wearing your skins at the time? Because that would be a real uh, Wearing my skins. In your Lorna Jane outfit. I de-globed. 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 As you do when you do crouch down, pulling everything forward to make sure I didn't just shit in my pants. Okay. But As like a cup. I pulled it down, so it was just a cup receptacle. I think it's like, I've never really thought about it too much, but the more I think about it, like I just trying to observe myself in my mind's eye from away from... Where I was, like looking at my yeah. yeah, just like how that must have looked. Did any? I really hope nobody looked out the window just because that would not have been pleasant. Wasn't there? Wasn't there a a random jogging pooper at some point? Yeah, there's been a lot of jogging poopers. Yeah, that that used to do like that used to do that outside a specific apartment building in Sydney. There used to be diarrhea out there. That's that happens to anybody that runs a marathon, doesn't it? You shit yourself quite often. If you well, evacuate your bowels before you go, right? When I did that marathon, I mean, my marathon was chicken wing eating. But- <laughs> <laughs> Spicy wing. Justin, uh, when you're at the gym, yeah. does your Lululemon have some support in the crotch for mistakes your like Lululemon? that? Lululemon? I've never heard of that before. No. That's the ladies' gym gear. No, it's not. 
Uh, Lorna Jane. Jane. You're, you're in the Lorna yeah, Jane. The oh, you're you're Jane. so 1990s, Justin. Got to get up to the Lululemon, mate. Yeah. So much better. Mm-hmm. You can see. And this is before the beer. So, <laughs> speaking, speaking of beer, let's talk to today's beverage. Today <laughs> is in homage of Lindsay's getting a new car. Yep. Yeah. He, he asked us what we should name that car. Why would we name that car, Lindsay? Uh, sorry? Why would we name your car? Well, you have to name your car. Do you? And yeah, so Tesla's, you've got to have a name. It's a Tesla, is Tesla. what I was trying to get yep. to. So you're going to call it Mr. Fusion? No. I, I, no. I like it. That would be great. I would. That's my dibs on that if I ever get a Tesla. So I was at the um, my regular, and I saw this called Quarter Past Seven. Mm-hmm. And it's got Doc Brown on it from <laughs> Back to the Future. Oh, Jesus. You just seen the percentage. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> d- double shot coffee. Double shot. That from, one's for you, David. From Seven Mile Brewing. It's the quarter past seven, which is what the clock was at when you get to 1.21 gigawatts on Back to the Future. This is a, um, I said Seven Mile Brewery, right? Double shot coffee stout, 2.8 standard beverages, 9.5% ABV. Um, ingredients are water, black patent, chocolate, caramunic to other stuff. Um, but coffee, contains coffee. Um, we've paired up with the legends over at Old Quarter Coffee Merchants to bring you another caffeine hit this time. We've doubled the coffee. Uh, load up, We've doubled the coffee load up to a whopping 35 grams per litre. Expect a truckload of flavour, chocolate, burnt toast, vanilla, cacao, earthy Holy notes, shit. stone yeah, fruit. Is chocolate burnt toast like because you're having a stroke? Brewed. What the fuck? In Ballina in New South Wales yeah, from Seven Mile Brewing. 2.8 like standard tar, look drinks. At it coming, look at it. Look artwork at it. by Stephen Thomas. Oh, my um, God. And it's a lovely piece of artwork homaging to Back to the Future with Doc Brown. My toilet's going to be a lovely piece of artwork after well, this. <laughs> look at the head. Look at the colour of that. That is like that is like molasses. Oh, that's dark. Where's your head? Mine's got like this lovely, nice head on it, and yours is. Look, it comes. Yeah, yours is about <laughs> twenty mil. Mine's the required ten. Oh, wow, look, it's gone already. There's, I think it's it's so alcoholic. Yeah, if women say they only well. require ten, the line. I'm actually scared about this one. Can I just say? And Justin's drinking a coffee out of a Back to the Future coffee mug. <laughs> just, just, I almost just poured it into down. the Back to yeah, the yeah, Future yeah. coffee cup because I thought that just makes more sense. All right, here we Cheers. go. Let's I sniff, hope you sniff. don't fade off into nothingness. Oh, it's coffee. Oh, that's very strong coffee, isn't it? Oh, my word. <laughs> 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 wow. Right. We're going to record five episodes tonight. It does actually just taste like an espresso. Like wow. A- we did you are just going say to espresso? I was just about to jump did on for that one. I could say espresso. I did not notice that. You specifically said espresso. <laughs> I have, I have a, uh, a prediction for the future. We're going to get really excited with the double shot of coffee and then go straight to sleep. Half oh, an no. episode. <laughs> yeah, half an episode. I'll in. have this episode edited by midnight. <laughs> Because uh, you're on dexyafetamine. Oh, my word. All right. We so, didn't talk about the beer, though. What You know, it's coffee. It's it's, it's very dark and deep and strong. It's, it's not it's complex. forward. It's complex. It's uh, it, it, it's very carbonated. Tightly it's fizzy. Got, yeah, tightly fizzy is a really uh-huh. good description. <laughs> that's, that's what you said this last time I said like it. feels like a sipping stout, Luke. Halfway in, are It reminds me of Tia Maria. Is that Brett's old character? 
Because I used to... It does have a Tia Maria back in my, about back it. In the day, it I would have a pint of Guinness with a shot of Tia Maria in it to make it more like it a does. chocolate... Um, yeah, yeah, I see that. Thick shake. Guinness with Tia Guinness, Maria? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah you shot a Tia Maria in there, makes it much yeah, more chocolatey. Add that to the list of things we've got to try. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Colour me exactly- intrigued by that. <laughs> I mean, what else, did you, was- what else have you put inside of a beer? Like, oh, let's, so, let's go. Uh, what other things do Guinness, you drop? Like Guinness a Jaeger dr- a Jaeger you ever had Guinness and Blackcurrant? What? No. Blackcurrant cordial in, in a Guinness? Yeah. Yep. Have you never had a Jaeger bomb? You've never had a Jaeger bomb? Jaeger bomb's yeah. not beer. Yeah. Beer and true, a Jaeger. True. No, it's not. It's Red Bull and Jaeger. Yeah. Is it? Yes. <laughs> I did it wrong. So Justin's never had a Jaeger. <laughs> I did it wrong. The snake bite? Yeah, the yeah. snake bite's the only one I've ever had. Snake bite in black? Dimity used to work in um when she was we were in London at Shepherd's Bush at the Indian at uh, the Indian the Australian pub at Shepherd's Bush and would come back with red all up her hands for making snake bites. What are snake bites? What do you know snake bites as? Beer with a shot of red cordial in it or some shit like ah, that. And I see a snake bite. Cider? Is half cider, half beer. Or well, maybe that's the other But you can get a snake bite in black, which is half cider, half beer with a shot of uh, black currant cordial. And oh. That's where the red comes from. But you can do Guinness with a shot of black currant cordial, so Guinness in black as well. Okay. But um, none of them are as good as a Guinness and Tia Maria. Yeah. Yeah, when, when I went to England. You're all heathens. I once managed a cocktail bar. Can't remember anything, but <laughs> I know that that's below me. <laughs> With snake bites or half beer, half cider, and then it was like a swell of red cordial. Uh, that, I yeah. think that's what. That, of grenadine? I don't know. No, it was, no, it was, it was cordial. actual cordial. Cordial. Cordial, yeah. cordial. Yeah. So like a turbo shandy? Oh, I've had one of those, so but I had to pay of, the girl extra. Half a pint of lager. Did you ever have Smirnoff ice here? Yeah. 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 Half a lager and a pint glass and then a bottle of Smirnoff ice on top of that. So it's basically like oh. a shandy, but you've got the uh, quite a high alcoholic content oh, in there. My. What really is nice. wrong with you alcoholics? <laughs> when, when we did a- <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> like, I, I would like more alcohol mixed with alcohol, I'll tell please. you what, no, 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 that, a couple of days, that's a good yeah. night. Yeah. I'd like I- a rum mixed with bourbon. <laughs> those ices, we went, we did a Kentucky trip when we went overseas, mm. um, and we were the oldest ones on it. But the Smirnoff ices were very popular at yes, that point, very. and you could skull the shit out of them. Mm. And I remember the bus driver could only drink on one night because we had two days in one place and he can't drive with alcohol content. So there was this one night that he came out drinking with us and he showed us how to shoot the bottle by putting a straw Straw. in (laughs) to down it super quick and he would race people to drink them. And I dare, this guy must have had eight Smirnoff ices competing with people to drink them fast in about half an hour. He was a machine. (laughs) That's his job, isn't it? Uh, No, he's a driver. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm glad this was the one night that he had, like, he was on the grog because if he was drinking, we called him, um, no, that was someone else. (laughs) (laughs) Alzheimer's Murphy? (laughs) I'll use it. We called him Road Moses because he would just part the the traffic as he drove through. (laughs) And he was always had tablets. (laughs) Good times, eh? So you never mixed anything like that? What? Well, not like beer and beer. What would oh. you put in a five dollar wine? <laughs> <laughs> my it's dig- more where I would put my the five, dignity. Where I would put a five dollar wine. It's in my dignity the that goes straight into the five dollar wine. No, but the, not beer and stuff. I did, we did. I did like fancy cocktails that were from like books and shit and shakers and putting things on fire and. All that kind of stuff. I also heard fancy cock, and that's where I stopped. <laughs> yeah. Didn't stop you from coming into the bar and getting free drinks, Brett. 
Yeah, that one time I came to pick you up. Mm, shut <laughs> so you didn't leave in the car. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a great story. <laughs> <laughs> so, Lindsay's kind of picked it up. This week's Dicey Question is a little bit about fairy tales, a little bit about nursery rhymes, a little bit about the fantasy world that we live in. But the Dicey Question is this. If you could turn a fairy tale or a nursery rhyme into a role-playing game, which one would you choose? And what do you think that game would be like in your mind? What what draws you to it? What is it like? Ooh, ooh, me. Pick me. Pick me. I so I think I would. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you all. Go on, Luke. No, 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 go on. I need to be able to think no, about this. You go for you it. Wanna, you want to be smart? Let's go. Go. I reckon. How did you not see that coming? Your hand was waving in the air and you were just like, pick me, pick me. No, go on, Luke. Let's go. Uh, uh, Humpty Dumpty. All Luke. right. Tell us about the role playing game. So the role playing game is a quest. To find the adhesive to put Humpty Dumpty back together again. Mm -hmm. What do you play? Uh, one of the king's horses or one of the king's men. Okay. <laughs> but they couldn't do it. So they, <laughs> they, they, they do. And, and the quest is to put Humpty back together That's again. Exactly right. <laughs> but they couldn't do it. So the, what kind of challenges oh, but, do you face oh, in this world of uh, adventure? It, it starts with the great fall of the king. <laughs> Literally. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Would there it's be a complicated uh, story of the deposement of said king mm -hmm. and uh, his fragments being scattered across the kingdom. Mm -hmm. It's really an allegory for the fall of the monarchy. Indeed it? it is, yes. Would would you have like enemies in there that were egg based, like the scrambler or, or the whisk the poacher? <laughs> the whisk. <laughs> <laughs> Something like, yeah. Oh, oh my God, it's over easy. Yeah. Lots of soldiers. Yeah. Toasty soldiers. Dippy eggs. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. And now you've come to toad in the hole. Ah, <laughs> oh, see, that would mean a different thing in the UK, but there we go. What? Too low a yeah. toad in the, toad hole. In the hole is not the same as it what is. What is the toad in the so hole in the UK? You know oh, God, is? is this a, you know a sex thing? Is? No. Do you know what a Yorkshire pudding is? It's like black pudding. No. <laughs> It's like, the, it's like the batter, like a, a savoury batter that goes with your like your roast dinner. Okay. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. Okay. So this is kind of wasting the right, time. I have Yorkshire pudding all the time. It's like yeah. a... So turn the whole UK is... So. My wife is um, you fry some sausages off in a, and then you put them into a tray and you pour um, Yorkshire pudding batter mix over the whole thing in the oven. It cooks the batter yep. and you basically slice it up. Okay, go again. <laughs> and slowly so I can write this down. What do you do? You get sausages. You, get, you put your sausage. some sausages off in mm -hmm. a pan, and then you put them into a baking tray, mm -hmm. and then you pour over that baking tray a batter mix, yeah. which is what you would use, same batter mix you would use for Yorkshire pudding. The okay. baking tray is traditionally piping hot to cook the batter. Yeah, and then you basically put that in the oven, and then that cooks the batter, and then basically- um, It puffs up into a, like a deformed head. Yeah. <laughs> Like a Pluto pup. With sausage in it. Oh, yeah. I suppose you could say it's a little bit like that. So it ends yeah. up looking a little bit like this. That's porn. Oh, shit. Wrong window. Sorry. <laughs> hemorrhoids. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like a massive hemorrhoid. Yeah. Sorry, Sarah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. But okay. obviously here I find out that let's see, take the centre out of a slice of bread and put yeah. the fried pan and then put the egg in there. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Aren't cultures just amazing? Mm. That's why we take them all. <laughs> Tis the biology. Especially when you're on holiday in the uh, Gold Coast, you get lots of cultures, which means that you need some penicillin. That's right. Lindsay. So I was this just tonight reading to my daughter um, The Pied Piper. 
of Hamlin. Oh, you want to meet the uh, the, rat, the is, rat swarm again? That is, yeah. But I mean, it is a dark fairy tale. Like, a lot of them are, though, aren't they? Yeah, but like, um, I think that's a campaign in itself. You know, like, yeah, rat swarm. Pied Piper comes and steals, steals the, kids. the kids. Go find them. I thought them. it was Rumpelstiltskin. No. Well, he also stole he children. Oh, okay. Just one uh, particular child. Is that like yours? Rumpelstiltskin <laughs> is what I've got. You I do think- Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs> Only on the second Wednesday of every month. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Rumple fort fort. Oh no! Don't try and cram that in. No, just pause for a sec because I want to hear more about Lindsay's role playing yeah. game. I want to know who do you play as? I mean, I reckon you'd go as townsfolk, regular townsfolk. Yeah. What are the classes? Whatever you want. Baker. <laughs> yeah. Baker. Architect. Butcher. Candlestick. Oh, a baker. <laughs> in a village. That's fantastic. <laughs> I'm the only gay in the village. <laughs> but like, Interior designer. It just kind of leads itself. <laughs> Dressmaker, I I am your dressmaker. <laughs> it lead it leads itself perfectly well. You got magic. You've got a bit of mystery. Mm-hmm. You know, and I don't know if this is in every version, but the one I read tonight said that the kids were never found again. But they did discover in twenty years time a town called Transylvania, which oh. mysteriously spoke German. Because Hamlin was from Germany, but no one in Transylvania knew how they got there. Are you saying the Pied Piper is a vampire? I don't know, but like what's a throw with a rat swarm, which makes well, sense. In he said he had rid the town, other towns of mosquito plagues, um, and giant bats. So maybe what version are you reading? This is just a book that my daughter has. So. I By Bram know. Stoker. <laughs> yeah, it, it was. Yeah, it just kind of. I was literally reading it tonight and thinking, "Wow, this." Okay, I'd like to. I'd like to put a twist because obviously, in your version, you're playing these townsfolk who are who are looking for the children. Yeah, because the Pied Piper is obviously the BBEG. What happens if you're the children? You oh. play as the children trying to get home because they've been able to escape or they're running from, which means you've always got a threat of this BBEG, plus you have to do other quests along the way to get home. Mm, not bad. Mm, mm, that's why I'm a mastermind. What about you, Brett? Well, I had Rumpelstiltskin. Really? I think Rumpelstiltskin's a good story. That's all. Is what it- is the story of Rumpelstiltskin? Well, he comes out, he promises a lady... She can have all this stuff mm-hmm. if, when she has so a baby. I knew he wouldn't know the details. Takes, <laughs> I knew. He takes the I baby. I remember Rumpelstiltskin coming out in the parents' yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's why she was sewing gold. Uh, he wanted a specific dress. Yeah, Rumpelstiltskin comes, promises this lady st- to get her out of whatever predicament she's in. If she promises her baby, she says, yes, that's fine. She gets all rich and high and mighty and then has a baby who becomes the heir to the throne. Rumpelstiltskin comes, takes the baby, and then- she has to solve a bunch of riddles to get the baby back. I think that's a good premise for quest. Who are you playing story. here? You play the lady. Just, so it's a one-person role-playing Rumpel game. Rumpelstiltskin's. Well, why not? It, what are these books? Choose, Choose your page. own adventure. Yeah, there you go. Choose your own adventure book. Well, it's quite often you want to just sit down as a DM and a friend play and, with yourself. and play. <laughs> I'd love to do that story with my kid and go, all right, well, there's the thing. But she, I think she had a woodsman or some shit like that in there. <laughs> well, they always have a woodsman, so, a woodsman on so the side. I'm so offended that you don't know this. <laughs> you have no idea of that story. But well, Rumpelstiltskin going to make a good bad guy. 
Well, because he's got a, the best name. And because he can pop in and out of places and grant people wishes and- Is it- Is- You all right? Yeah, I'm good, thanks, yeah. <laughs> it's going down rather nice, as usual. Could be anything, really, I drink it, right? What's yours, Justin? Ring-a-ring-a-rosy, pocket full of posy, ashes, ashes. Ashes, ashes. So you want there? Oh, it was a, a tissue. You be the bubonic plague. The bubonic well, there's plague. two versions of it. There is a tissue, and there's ashes. So, the it's about the a plague coming yes. through a town, mm. and people uh, in a world full of sickness trying to find a cure for the sickness going on adventures. But the uh, you know you've got you've got evil you zombies. You've got <laughs> evil monarchs who are burning down towns in order to rid them of plague. You've got people who are infecting other people because they think maybe they will grow immunity by infecting. It's a real allegory of uh, what we've just been through in the uh, in COVID nineteen times. Um, people would have to stay home; they'd have to work from home remotely. But without the internet, they have to actually tie a string between all the houses and play a uh, a, a version of whispers. I'm not sure if you're allowed to call it the old version. Um, it has a specific. Well, if you're talking about Wuhan flu, anyway, I wouldn't worry about. Who it. are you playing? This what? Are you playing the uh, the great? You play the virus. The ba- the great champion Omicron. <laughs> Omicron. <laughs> um. Basically, what where where I see you playing in this is that you are scientists, and you are the first of scientists. Perhaps magic, because sometimes some might argue that science fiction and magic meet each other. When science fiction becomes so far that it becomes like magic. So the role playing would be something like: okay, you put it in a petri dish, wait for roll for how many days you wait to mm-hmm. see if the vaccine is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, you have to quest to go and get items. You right. Know, in order to do it, you have to get the feather of a cockatrice. Oh. You're- for example. Sorry, feather of a what? Cockatrice. Okay. She lives near the banker. <laughs> Does shandies all the time. <laughs> With a feather boa. Okay. Well, yep, that's- uh- Probably one of our weakest uh, dice yeah. questions ever. Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm just sat here thinking. <laughs> I enjoyed it. There's been a lot of pausing tonight. Like, what are, are we okay? Because we are. We all seem a little percent bit. Is what's in- causing the pausing? Yeah. No, I was just trying to think of whether or not I'd want to play in a, <laughs> a Ring Around the Rosie RPG. Yeah, the world's going to shit around you, and you have to find a cure. I like it. It's my kind of uh, post-apocalyptic. I've played in one similar. That I feel like Brett I might have watched a TV show. Would you cook the la- like Last of Us? <laughs> <laughs> what? Walking Dead. <laughs> oh, sorry. You've got to uh, go and find some children. Really, someone took some children, and you have to go and find them. Do you have a specific set of skills when that happens? We have a flying. <laughs> we have a flying car. Uh, um, nice. Now you ran a game. A Pathfinder game for me once where we, that started off the town was under a plague. Yeah. And we had to go find stuff. Yeah. It sucked. Not sucked because it was bad, but sucked because every time you went out and did something in the town and then had to rest afterwards. Fort saves. No, more people died in the town. (laughs) The longer you were out adventuring, the more death happened in the town. NPCs will die. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, 
percentages yeah. of the town. And then Ro- the whole buildings yeah. will get burnt down. Roll for whole- percentage of town folk dead. Yeah, wow. imagine imagine this as a scenario that you have rested in an inn and there's an outbreak around you and the uh, the Lord's men come and they, they cordon off the area in order to burn down the entire precinct to stop the plague from spreading. And you're inside there with uh, with all the families and you have to figure out what to do. Do you allow the plague to spread? Do you get out yourselves or do you die valiantly in a fire? Burn them all. I didn't mean to burn him. We could tie it together, Lindsay, because if it's mm. about the bubonic plague, we could have the rats. Yeah. Because that's where the Pied Piper comes from, the fear of rats comes from. Mm. Anyway. Brett wouldn't play in mine, though. I wouldn't play in- uh, I'm all right with eggs. Uh, <laughs> horses and men. Yeah. I think mm. that's fine. Do you have another one? I've got some special you know mentions. Eggs? Rats. I, I, I don't mind. Um, <laughs> what's the German kids who go out to the woods? Hansel and Gretel. Hansel and Gretel. I think that'll make a, a good story. They made a story. movie about that. Witch Did Hunter. they? Really? Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters. Yes. Yeah, so oh. It's got uh, Hawk, the guy who plays Hawkeye in oh. Jeremy Renner. Okay. Yeah. I think that's got a, a good arc. Was it nursery rhyme or either or. fairy tale? I did. I did a nursery rhyme. I would love to do like something uh, Doctor Zeus based. <laughs> I think there would be some really cool kind of fox Ice. in fox in socks would be the most ca- a calamity of a role playing game because you have to rhyme. What about um, green eggs and ham? I do not like that green eggs and ham. Do you like it, Sam? I am. I, I do I've not always like found that green eggs and ham. He's very annoying. Like, doesn't matter that the guy won't try it. He mm-hmm. freaking is persistent. I I used to read that to my kids, and I had a specific voice, but it was the loudest voice. My neighbours could hear me because I'd be like, <laughs> "That Sam, I am. That Sam, I am. I do not like that Sam, I am." Anyway, so yeah. We are going to move on to a real role-playing game of fantasy in a uh, in a different world, a world where there is a dragon, a dragon amongst the land. The Sword Mountains are under attack, boys, and we need to save the people of of what town? Fandolin. Fandolin. Where are we? Where are you? Fandolin. Oh, you're in Axe which is situated in Fandolin. Nope, in the mountain. What kind of mountains? The one with the chimney. <laughs> the Sword Mountains. The base of the Sword Mountains. But the dragon was also in the Sword Mountain. Yeah. The Sword Mountains are huge. Ah. It's a whole mountain range. It's like, yeah. It's a, you are inside. In the Alps. Yeah. So you guys have managed to find your way inside of Axholm. Coming here in order to rescue the townsfolk of Fandolin, you are here to clear out this area and make sure that they are safe. Refugees will be coming, and you need to make sure that this place A is open, which you first was your first uh, bit of a challenge because you couldn't get inside, and B safe from things that might hurt them, which is what you have just found upon entering the uh, the fortress or the abandoned dwarven fortress of Axholm, you descended through a chimney, which I'm really sure Nikron was really happy about. <laughs> and then you came into a just a side chamber. As you exited that side chamber, you came into a larger chamber that was filled with cobwebs. Man, someone really needs to dust in here. Almost went to JR's does It does um, mean that there's not really any occupation in this area, but there might be beasties that we would need to clear for the townsfolk to safely mm-hmm. inhabit. 
can't really, uh, let's say they're smart, intelligent dudes. I can't really make peace with beasties, um, which, you know, can bode well for you guys. But- Do you know what kind of, like, what would make webs this size? It's bigger than normal spiders, right? Sorry, did we say there was lights here? Have we got a torch? Yeah, we, got torches. we have torches. Oh, okay, cool, cool. cool. Uh, no, just big spiders, I'd say, man. Just, right. you know. Yeah, so you've moved Wrong. out, and what you know is you've opened the door, and the, the first thing you can see, um, just in the limited range of light that you have, is that there are thick webs which are strung between walls and pillars that kind of obscure your vision more than you would uh, intend that to. Should we... Should we attempt to put the torch to the webs and see if they light up? Yeah, and clear? I mean that's a good idea. But like, man, this, a spider that can make this webs this big is got to be a pretty amazing spider, man. Well played, <laughs> well played, Lindsay. Well played. Thank you. Yeah, that's yeah. incredible. Totally missed it though. Yeah, the, the, the real fan. Yep, completely missed it. I took offence. <laughs> Are you uh, looking at the shirt that I'm wearing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you I'm looking trying at, not to. Are you looking at the badge that's on my oh, jacket? Oh, yeah, you double-danged. I, oh, I double did that with Grogu. Did you? You did too, yeah. I yeah. almost wore my Spider-Man socks as part of this uniform. Well, you're just going to come I'm wearing a, a shirt. I'm flipping costume, aren't you? I do, I do have a Spider-Man onesie I that wish you when wore. it gets cold. Um, we are going away very soon for Brett's 50th birthday. I will, if it is cold, be bringing my Spider-Man onesie. I wish you wore a paper bag over your head. <laughs> I'd have to have a Fantastic Four costume at that point. That's true. Lindsay and I know what we're talking about. <laughs> if you know what we're talking about, why don't you send us a little uh, a little message over social media? Give us a wink. Or that way, Lindsay care. and Equally, I know. Send us the, the message Chuck the picture in our, in our feed. Let's just let us know what the <laughs> Let's shit just people with paper bags on their heads. Yeah, <laughs> I would love to know what Nikron would look like with a paper bag with over paper his bag. head. A paper bag just full of seed. <laughs> a seed bag. Just pecking on the floor trying <laughs> to get the seed out. <laughs> just- Meridius wants to know if he knows anything about these spiders. What um What spiders? Well, if there's webs, he's assuming Give spiders. Has he had any experience with spiders like this before or know anything about large spiders? What they might do, how they might uh behave. He wants to do some kind of insight check to find spiders. out about them. I love spiders. They're very tasty. Just make me an intelligence check. Very tasty. How's that uh, mushroom treating you? <laughs> <laughs> I can eat off those sauces for the eyes. I'm um, licking my fingertips constantly. <laughs> are these spider webs? Is that what they're called? I'd imagine so. Yeah. Interesting. And and you can use them to weave or mm, what's I the mean, they do. primary purpose of usually catching and eating things. Oh, um, we should can make we touch one. I'm going to touch one. Very safe, as far as I know. I'm going to hit my, my, just touch one with my hand, because I'm hungry. I don't like spiders. Okay, They're so yummy. you reach out a little bit to this uh, string uh, that is I in front of you. There are varied thicknesses of these. Some of them are maybe guitar string, hair-like, um, and some of them are quite a little bit thicker than that. They're quite almost like a like a thick string, like a, you know- Venetian like, blind cord. Like a wool, kind of, oh. you know, that kind of thickness. What gauge? Um, probably 14. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So 
I don't know what gauge. <laughs> I think you know, gauge is the right word. Never mind. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so yeah, there there are multitudes of them, and and like any kind of web structure, there are places where the the webs are very thick, and there's places where there are anchor webs. Like if you know anything about spiders in real life, they create anchor webs, and then they create a thin kind of uh, uh, netting around those anchor webs. That they uh, know something about biology. What's going then, on here? Well, it's well, it's without, without yeah, and when Peter Parker made the spider webs they're set to dissolve at different areas he can time that um, but he was a genius and i think people really underestimate just how smart peter parker actually is mm. i think that is his actual superpower yeah i had a website joke in there but it's gone now as in when i you had or you just well, no, it's just, it, it, he couldn't just think of talking. the actual joke <laughs> no, he just kept he had talking. no joke he, he just kept no talking joke. about what is the website joke? It's Lizzie? too late. We Go, went past what is it. it. What is the website joke? We, we can shoehorn it in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What's was, the joke? I was going to make references of anchors, which are used in making website creation as well. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about anchor webs, but never mind. What, is that the joke? No, don't oh. worry. <laughs> this is what happens, you know. Oh, there is a tone. To, to Rachel, who said, "Why do you guys keep talking over each other?" What? This is why. <laughs> this is why. So you find yourselves. Faced with these things, your little wings, your feathered fingers reach out tenderly and they touch one of these- I haven't got feathers on them, but okay, go on. These, what do they have on them? They're Down. Just, they're just they're like, 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 like a bird foot does not have feathers on it. They're sort of like that, but hands. <laughs> they're like feet, but hands. Yeah, they're like the, sca- <laughs> the, the scaly, the yeah, scaly, yeah. scaly, not Good feathery. for frying. Yeah. Yeah. good. You, you reach out your- Bird-like hand, your yeah, your. E- I was going to say equine, but I'm wrong. What's the bird? Feline, equine. What am I thinking Avian. of? Here? Avian. Avian. Thank you. <laughs> I had a total mental blank then. Brilliant. We're just going to take twenty minutes and go away <laughs> to re- and reset. Two point eight standard drinks. Yep. And two shots of coffee. Yep. Yeah. We are top. both buzzing and pissed. I don't know. Yeah, my brain doesn't know what it's doing right now. Yeah. I'm this is most like, weeks that's the this case. This is what happens when I have and and as Lindsay would say, espresso martini. <laughs> Should have had some avocado toast with it. Uh I can't pay for that. I have to go to the ATM machine. <laughs> oh i.e. example. You're the next- <laughs> You reach out your avian hands to touch one of these stringy webs that uh, cross and criss from the uh, from. They'll make you jump. (laughs) But there is no joke. We will let sit. Just hanging there. We will land it. deliberately reverse the combination so you can pick it up there? We'll rub it into your face. Some of them try to rhyme, but they can't rhyme like this. So you you reach out to touch one of the strands and you kind of- do you do you pluck it? Do you yeah, put like, your hand, hand on it? Do you want to do an intense swing? You kind of want to pull and test yeah, it. It's like it's strength. I don't know about spiders. I'm pretty sure my character knows enough yeah. spiders to know that if there's anything around, I want to try and entice it. See as what happens. As soon as you I'm touch hungry. it, your finger sticks to the webs. The webs have a stickiness mm. to them. Mm. And as you pull your hand away, uh, the web sticks a little bit and it kind of almost like a plucked guitar string kind of hums a little bit. Mm. And then as you see that humming, you can see some webs that are attached. They're not maybe connected, but across the ways, just they start to 
and they start to wiggle. And then the next ones start to wiggle. And then more of them start to wiggle. Cool. As something in the room seems to stir and you can in see- In the actual room? Yes. You can see that's you, all your- the, the only thing that gives you an indication of it is that these spider webs all start to vibrate and hum and move at different uh, frequencies or different uh, vibrations. I was just thinking, actually, this would have been great if J.R. was still here. He could have played it like an instrument. <laughs> just like, <laughs> yep. So hang on. Just get my bearings again. This is not in a doorway or down a corridor. This is in the room. This is, you've had to walk into an open area for this to right. happen. Okay. Cool. Got to take a couple of steps back. What are you doing there, Meredith? You've made a, some kind of insight check. You're not just sure exactly. Hard about spiders. You're, you're thinking about the gauge of wool he's, right now. He's trying to count how many legs are on a spider in his brain. He's Eight up to 24. Tasty legs. Eight tasty legs. Tasty. Yeah. And tasty. what about you, um, new guy whose name I can't remember? Um, you fuck. will not get a name until you earn one in my books. Oh, no. Why am I calling him by his name then? <laughs> I'm going to go up to the website have been now vibrating. I'm just going to hold the torch to them to see if they burn away because we're going to have to go through this room eventually. I was thinking about that too, Flunt Stonebud. Oh, Thank you for doing that. Oh, no worries, man. Just, you know, I don't want to get dirty and sticky Do and stuff. So a picture is painted. You've got a blue bird-like creature who is uh, who is just moved his hand away as the vibrations of some strings happen. You've got a guy standing back quite perplexed, looking at the webs, kind of trying to understand exactly what they may be. Who's holding the torch out of the two of you? I've got one. So okay. do I. I am a torch. So, well, but who's got the light I've sources? I've got one. Okay. So, Meradius is holding the light source at the and moment so as his flunt. Flunt takes his light source, which is a torch, torch, and starts holding it to the fire. Immediately, that strand kind of snaps itself. It kind of shrivels up. It doesn't catch on fire, um, but that one kind of strand, as you get to it, is a, one of those thicker ones, and you think, oh, maybe if you went to a place where they're thicker, it might um, have more of a clearing effect. But that is pale in comparison to the sight that comes into your vision right now a large spider a and large. by large spider i mean large yummy 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 i'm glad you clarified how large that was <laughs> you were all medium creatures uh-huh it's as big as a dragon this is larger than you are so cool. a large sized Spider just the one. Into are we measuring from the legs or are we measuring you. from the abdomen? You can see the abdomen, you can see the fangs, you can see the multitude of eyes, you can see it's 26 legs, as well as the little feelers out 26. on the front. Meradius thinks so. Um, but I've counted them. <coughs> it keeps, keeps it's slowly, yeah, it slowly skitters down one of the uh, one of the spider's webs into view looking at you with malice in its eyes and even in the in the light of the shining eyes that you see you can see in the distance at least one more just out of or just at the edge of the light there's another cockroach behind it i'm fairly sure guys it's time for initiatives oh <laughs> can i have that back it doesn't count it didn't it didn't land in a box <laughs> <laughs> Oh. <laughs> 
Nikron, what did you get for your initiative roll? A uh, total of 21. Oh, that's excellent. Meradius? A 10. Flunt? 8. Okay. That is very interesting. Is it? It's just, just interesting. A spider is about uh, your light. It shines for about 20 feet. So in darkness, you get you get a range of about 10 foot around you and then in dim light with uh, with a percentile to uh, miss. Wait, I am fully using Pathfinder rules here. Someone tell me what a torch does in 5th edition. Just lights up some places. So How far? Like, How it, big? 20 and 20. How close Tw- is this thing? 20 close? and 20? 20 vision. Inventory. Backpack. Torch. Torch bends for one hour, providing bright light in a 20-foot radius and dim light in another 20 feet. If you make a melee attack with a burning torch and hit, it deals one fire damage. So your torch does 20-foot of normal and 20-foot of dim light. Dim light, also called shadows, creates a lightly obscured area. An area of dim light is usually a boundary between a source of bright light, such as a torch, and the surrounding darkness. The soft light of twilight and dawn counts as dim light. A particularly brilliant full moon might bathe the land in dim light. However, what I don't like here is, what is the the idea of that? So I'm going to say, um, oh wait, I, I lie. Fifth edition, I I apologise to you. Anything that is don't in, go that far. Anything that is in dim light, of course, because it's actually quite smart. Is anyone disadvantage? Disadvantage, of course it is. Of course it is. I, I sometimes I overthink things because of my Pathfinder history. You might even say that the fifth edition is a little bit more intuitive. <laughs> you get disadvantage on every roll. Um, I am a disadvantage. Nikron, you go first. So in dim light. So this thing is roughly about 40 foot away from you. So this room is quite large. It's a, it's an open area, but it has some pillars and some, um, you know, some different, different kind of things in here. You imagine that this is a room where, you know, you can see some old cauldrons, you can see some fire pits, you can see, um, four big pillars that are holding up the ceiling, but you can also see a couple of doors quite a bit away. This room is rough. Roughly about, wait, this room is about 60 by 60 feet. It's huge. It's absolutely massive. So this thing is 40 feet away from me and I get rolled with disadvantage. If you are attacking it. I'm going to attack it. I'm I'm sending something. So there's my first roll of, oh, actually both 18. So that's a grand total of 24 on the roll to hit. Mm -hmm. Does that hit? It certainly will. Um, For 14 points of damage, fire damage, fire, fire, fire. 14 points of damage, you hit a, a spider. That a is, spider. Yeah, just that you all you can see is two at this point in time, oh, yeah, oh, but yeah. you hit a spider that is uh, crawling ominously towards you. And still crawling? It is still mm-hmm. crawling. Mm-hmm. Uh, Meradius, what are you going to do? It's on Meradius' turn, surely, with that shit initiative. Did you? Meradius, what is your oh, turn? Oh, man. Meradius is going to. Pull a javelin out and throw it at it. Mm-hmm. I guess if that's okay. we are we're attacking, then these I, things I are not friendly. It. I love spiders. Oh. I love all insects, crustaceans, anything like that. With disadvantage, Arachnids. please. I'm, I'm about to have me a feast. Twelve to hit. Your javelin flies past, getting stuck in one of the webs. It hits that web and bounces off course, missing the spider. And then with his second attack in this round, he'll. 
do the same thing. Two javelins sticking in the webs, mm -hmm. I guess. This so is a tricky fight. Um, I might not go with the javelins anymore. And then he'll pull out his shield and sword and hold the torch in the shield hand. That brings us to Flunt. What are you going to do in this situation, Flunt? You've seen your two compatriots. One of them has shot fire out of his feathery ass. The other one has <laughs> thrown two javelins. Sure. My, my feet and hands are not feathery, but my ass is. That's fair enough. <laughs> Flunt's going to drop the torch on his feet. Uh-huh. And he's going to pull up his uh, giant maw peacemaker. Mm -hmm. And he's going to be like, oh, man, if you're intelligent and uh, want to talk peace, uh, please speak now. Nope. Okay. And take two swings at it. He would have to move 40 why feet. This pacifist is. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Remember, it's 40 feet away. That's why people have been throwing ranged attacks and, and javelins. I thought out. it was just because they were behind me and wanted to stay behind you. me. Are you. We, hang on. You're behind us, aren't you? Yeah. Nikron's the one that's furthest in front because he was in the webs. Burnt the f yeah. So oh, you burnt burnt some webs next to it. True, 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 true. Yeah. Well, then I won't do that. I will hang the torch neatly in one of the webs nearby and I'll just prepare to swing. Mm -hmm. Oh, you're actually using the stickiness of the web yeah. to hang the torch. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and okay. then I'll just prepare and I'll ask him to speak if you know he's intelligent. And as you prepare to ask him to speak. beat the shit out of it, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's such a pacifist way of saying yeah, right. <laughs> I almost was not going to make this as hard as it should be. But, you know, now I've changed. Once he's killed one character, now he's got, he wants the whole set. Have he's you ever seen the movie Arachnophobia? No. Yes. Okay. Or Eight-Legged Freaks. Yes. So in the movie of Eight-Legged Freaks, which has far worse CGI than Arachnophobia does, even though it's, uh, it's, it's made with uh, real models and stuff, giant spiders take precedence. As soon as you start burning webs, as soon as your aggression starts to move, the, this spider that is in front of you seems to take a more aggressive stance and move towards you even faster. Nycrid, this spider moves straight up into your grill and attempts uh, a ranged attack from about five foot away. It doesn't actually get right into your grill. Cool. Um, and it is going to attempt to spit webs at you. Its mandible webs. comes under Ooh. and it squirts out Ooh. a series of webs trying to- uh, I feel so funky. Trying to encase you. See, within five to 10 feet of me? Uh, he's 10 feet away. Cool. From uh, me, I'm 10 feet away from him. So he would be, wait, oh no, he doesn't even have to be that far away. He only has to move 10 foot. No, I just mean, I mean Nikron, not the spider. What? Is the Nikron spider moves 10 foot forwards, yes. So Nikron definitely is within five. Uh, I th thought you guys cool. were standing yep. next to each other. So hang on, it's now 30 feet away from me, right? Yeah, it's 30 foot away from you. A range of webs comes flying into you uh, and, oh, that's not bad. Uh, 22. To hit. To hit. Yes, that hits. As soon as you are hit, the webs cover you and you seem to be restrained as the web uh, encases you and kind of uh, stops your movement from happening. Your arms are pinned to your side, your feet are pinned together, and you find it very hard um, to move um, any part of your body. You can almost hop anywhere. At the same time, though, you see eye after eye after eye after eye after eye as another 
I sp- need two spiders. As yeah. another spider comes in, <laughs> and then a third, and then a fourth, and I think then a pirates. fifth, and then a sixth, and then a seventh, <gasps> and then an eighth. Of the same size? Of the same size. Cool. As a multitude of spiders. It's almost like Moradius loses count at that point in time as they move in. 174 legs. <laughs> yeah. Each of you uh, actually gets attacked by a sp- spider um, squirting swarm. So the next one goes to fly. Hang on, when is, did they join the initiative? <laughs> who, is, who is the next 20 to hit you? Hits. You are also restrained by webs. Moradius. Oh, not so bad on this one. That will be a 13 to hit you. He ducks out the way. Yeah. So, as a, a squirt of webs come uh, in attacking you. What that means, though, is that three spiders apiece come in and attack you each with their- oh, Hang on. How, can you, how are they spread out? So, they were right quite ways in there. So, like, they're all up against- So, some this- come from the ceiling. Okay. Some come from the walls, uh-huh. some come from behind uh-huh. you. So they are in all dimensions in space at this mm-hmm. point in time. So you have three uh, that are, each each of you has three spiders that are now within uh, melee distance of you and one spider that shot webs at you. Sweet. At so just to clarify, mm-hmm. being that we don't play 5e that often, besides this podcast. So to web us, it's just that straight against AC. Mm-hmm. That's weird. Mm-hmm. I've never had any. Like, that's always usually like an opposed roll or a save or something like that. Anyway. That's it. Now, because you are restrained, I believe these things would get advantage against you. Um, so, we're going to start with you, Nikron. That is not going to hit as I rolled two natural threes then. Keep it up. A natural 20. And with advantage, that is going to be a t- natural 20 is always going to hit. Um, so that is a critical versus your um, armor class. So we have no hands free? Uh, not at this point, no. You are- Shut up, Lindsay. Except for Moradius, well, no, you are- that, that, Except that for Moradius- Oh, you were trying to do- yeah. I was trying to help you. Except for Moradius, you're all restrained. Fine. Fuck you. Hope you die. Time for a new character. <laughs> 12 points of piercing damage. Piercing. I mean, it doesn't really And can you make a constitution check? Con check as well. Yes. Can I just... Uh, oh, hang on. Ah, oh, damage. 12, you said? Oop. Not 20. 12. Apply changes. And a con check. Uh, that is a 23 on a con check. You feel like the uh, the poison that's ingested inside of your body burns a little bit. Not as much as maybe it could have. However, you still take four points of damage as you can even feel like a, a necrosis come into your uh, into the wound where the, uh, the fangs have pierced you. All right. Okay, you're a healer now, aren't you? No. Sweet. You need a mushroom. Yeah. It'll make the death easier. <laughs> He's already high. Look, yeah. True. True. Me or the character? Yes. <laughs> 2.8 units per can. I'm, I'm up there. I'm floating. 
Good boy, Lindsay. There we go. Get it, Daniel. Get it, Daniel. What I really enjoy about this creature here is that um, this is, again, I'm going back to Pathfinder stuff. So, if I was in Pathfinder and I poisoned you with a creature, you would have some type of immunity if you made a save against that type of poison for a period of time. You know what 5th edition doesn't do? That. Second spider. Third spider, because the first one missed. Oh, that's a three. And, oh, I've... That is an 18 yep. to hit you. That hits. Again, you take eight points of damage and you must make a constitution save. The con save, eh? Uh, 19 on the con save. And 19. This is actually actually much worse than I thought it was going to be. You take another- That's because you fucking hear me the whole time. You take another two points of necrosis. Well, now it's Flunt's turn as three uh, creatures come in to, uh, to kill the, the Flunt Master. Will a 21 hit your Flunto? Yes. Okay. <laughs> you take uh, 10 points of damage and make a constitution save for me, please. 14. Five points of necrotic damage from the first of the spiders. The second of the spiders- Wait, is it poison? It is poison. 19. Okay. Five points of damage from the uh, poison that uh, courses through your body. The second uh, spider that descends from the ceiling, 21 again, doing- This is is bad. bad. Nine points of damage. And just make a constitution save for me, please. I would really like to, I think we are going to, just given the fact that this is pretty nasty, we might have 22. to look up poisons on this one. Um, that is three points of poison damage that you are taking. And the last of the spiders, I don't think is going to hit you on a 16. No. No. Is it poisoned? Are they? Do they get the poisoned? The, they are, this is poison damage. Right, that so it's taking. just extra damage. So as the venom goes through their body, um, they are taking damage. So, so what, do that. they get the poison condition? They're not poisoned it's because just, yeah. they are making their saves. It would be far worse if they were not making their saves, but they still take a poisony type damage. So if you're poisoned, you get disadvantage. That's all that. Yep. Yeah. Well, they already have that. But the ones that don't have uh, disadvantage are the ones against you, Meradius. So, three creatures against you. The first, 19. That hits. Um, That is going to be nine points of uh, actual damage. Just make a constitution save. I think that you should be pretty safe with this. 23. Two points of poison damage. The second spider uh, moves around the corner of the uh, of the room against the wall. It strikes out at you with its mandibles on a 21, doing yep. uh, seven points of damage. Make another constitution save for me. 11. 12. Four points of damage. We are reaching... The bottom of probably what you would really want to be safe from this, because you are not poisoned. And the last of the attacks, these are really good rolls on my behalf, is a 20 to hit you doing 11 points of damage and a last constitution save. Dear me. 15. This is the most amount of half damage that I can do. And just bear in mind, this is half damage, people. Half damage. I'm doing math in my head. Seven points of poison damage. 
Seven points of poison damage. Now, I know, Lindsay, you had your uh, book out right now. Are you looking at poison? Like, are you, have you an no. immunity of Ben's poison after you've I, been poisoned? I have one? resistance to poison. No, but not, does uh, a person. Like, I thought you I were looking no. up poison for me uh, no. after I said it. No, no, no one. Not- everyone's just going to look at me. Okay. I just looked so up. You might want to grasp for some straws yourselves. Poisoned condition gives you disadvantage. That's yeah, it. but are you immune after you've been hit by poison once and made a save? No, I it's guess just, is my it's just poison damage. It's is, like fire damage. Is my uh, thing because you do get a saving throw against it, but I'm wondering if you are. Uh, if you have some type of- uh, continually- Well, I would think that if you've already got poison running through your veins, maybe it's not something that continues to to damage you. Mm. What I'm saying is this this encounter gets far worse if you guys, if that's the case. And if that is the case, you guys are in some serious trouble because that's a lot of attacks coming your way. It doubles on a crit. No, poison damage is different from the poison condition. So it's just extra damage. And you're either resisted or don't. That's why it's only a DC 10 con save. Normally it's save or suck though, right? Yeah. That's what it says. Not half damage. Okay. So it is a save or suck condition right now where- No, you- the, um, the poison damage, if you save against it, normally it's not half damage. It's- well, no, zero damage. Unfortunately, the rules right here. Well, don't rules. ask us to check the rules if you, so, if you don't <laughs> want to fucking hear them. So what I'm, what I'm saying, though, is that, that whether or not you are, have some type of immunity once you- There's but no it doesn't immunity seem to the damage. That, that you have diplomatic immunity from this one. <laughs> All right, which brings us to the top of round number two. There are 12 spiders in total, three of which are, have some range. One of those three have shot webs at each of you. You also have three spiders in each of your grills. The first thing that you need to do for me, Nikron, is if you want to move, if you want to do something, you are currently restrained by this webbing. You can make a strength check to either burst the webbing or you can attack and destroy the webbing. Maybe if you have uh, fire damage um, or some other way of a knife to cut out or something like that. So you can either cut through the webs, destroy the web somehow, or just strength it out and try and uh, see if you can uh, get out there. Uh, don't worry about it. So what I'm going to do, so how far away are these spiders to me? The spiders, there are three of them that are literally in base to base with you at this point in time. Some of them might be hanging from the ceiling or um, suspended on webs, but they're all around you having made melee attacks. And there's one of them that's right 30 foot away from you. Yeah. All right, perfect. I'm going to spend a sorcery point to do subtle casting so I don't have to move or have a, a somatic or verbal component to any of my spells. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Uh, and, uh, Is that the first time you've done that? Uh, I talked about doing it when I got incapacitated before, but I'm not sure I actually I got, got, got to there. doing it. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. cool. Um, so um, make a DC 14 check for anything that's in a 20-foot sphere in front of me. A 20-foot sphere in front of you yeah, in front or of around you? Uh, I don't want to get myself with this damage. Can you get yourself with the damage of your own fire spell? Yeah, so no. I'm literally going to... So yeah, I'm there, stood, ramrod stiff, I guess, full of uh, covered in web, and then Mm -hmm. this massive... So the three spiders that are on you, essentially. This massive sphere of fire is just going to appear in front of me. Okay. And that is a... What type of save, sorry? It's a deck save, DC 14. Two of them save, one of them fails. Okay, so 19 points of fire damage for the one that did not save. Okay. And then I'm guessing that's uh, nine points of damage for the one that did. 
Was it two that did? Two that did. So five yep. damage. Yes. So you essentially damage three, uh, three of the spiders mm-hmm. with your sphere mm. going away, trying not to damage your compatriots. So if you moved over to some of Flunt spiders, it probably would have uh, also hit Flunt as well. I can't move, um, so I'm only concerned what things I can actually see. Yeah. Cool. Uh, that moves us to Maradius. Maradius, you also have three spiders in front of you. Unlike uh, Nikron and Flunt, though, they're in front of you at this point in time. So those spiders that are on them, the six spiders that are in base to base with them are out of reach with you. You can only reach the three that are on you. They can't you reach my companions, around. right? Yeah, they're literally in front of you. They are. Yeah. So Maradius is going to get stony silent and rage up. Mm-hmm. With his first action, he's going to grab at Nikron and try and pull him out of the webs. Okay. So, your first action is you are going to try to rip his webs open. Rip him out of the webs. Yeah. Well, the re- the webs are encasing him. So, imagine like a mummy kind of being encased. So, you'd yep. have to kind of rip the webs Whatever apart. It is Make to a strength him. check for me. Got lots of that. FYI, I'm going to do a monk. 13. At the end of this action, you have burst those webs open, allowing Nikron some freedom of his arms, his legs, his wings. Yep. Then he'll move over to Flunt and Mm -hmm. do the same thing. Okay. The second action. At a strength check of 19. Of 19. Again, you burst the the webs apart, uh, freeing Flunt. And he'll say to them, get to the chimney and hold them one at a time there. Get to the chimney. Um, thinking there's a, a choke point at the chimney that then we might be to go one at a time against these. So the chimney's in another room, remember? Yeah, but behind us, right? Yeah. Cool. Um, and then with his last action, he's going to hit whatever spider he can hit, one that's been charred, I would hope. Uh, you, well, they're on the other side of Nikron. So you're standing behind you Nikron. You can move. You can move in between your so, actions and you can take all of your movement in between actions. You don't have to do it all at once. Okay. So you move. So you're moving Rules. around the side well, like of Nikron. Of 5e, right? As long as I don't move out of five foot from any one of the Which spiders. Which you can't do to get to them. So, so if there's a spider next to me, I'm going to hit it. So essentially what I'm saying to you is the, the when you started, yep. there was you uh, sort of with your back to the wall of around. Uh, around the, the door, those two were in front of you five foot, and then the spiders are in front of them that were attacking them. Your spiders are on the wall and so on either side of so you. So there were no spiders next to me? Yeah, on the wall and either right. side of you. Can so, I not hit one of them? Yes, but you can't hit one at Nikrin because you said okay. you want to do Any spider, one. if there's a charred one, great, but any spider's going to get okay. smacked. And this is a reckless attack. Mm-hmm. Natural 20. Mm-hmm. 16 points of damage. 16. As the sword just swings out sideways. And then he hunkers down behind the shield, hoping to kind nice. of leave a, a trail behind, a safe route behind him. Mm-hmm. Um, so, in terms of safe routes, the, like, they, the spiders have sort of flanked you at this point, cutting off your parts of your exit. You're going to have to fight through some spiders to get to the exit where the door is. Okay, because you guys have moved into the room. Like, the, the spider webs aren't all the way up to the door. You had to move into the room a little bit. Yep, um, I, I, I get that, Justin. I also get that two-thirds of my hit points have disappeared, and I can't imagine what my companions are doing like. <laughs> and I'm trying to find a way to don't tactically- hate, Don't hate the player, situa- Brett. Just put the, I mean, it's the game. Just going. He's going to try and go, all right, I've been hurt considerably. My companions are probably not doing so well. He's going to take the hits and try and get them out of here. 
Yeah, it's pretty gross. Flunt, what are you going to do? I am going to pull off like um, part of my outfit is I have like these little kind of like strips of paper that have like prayers on them. I'm going to pull one off and it's going to burn up as I say a quick prayer. I'm going to cast Shield of Faith on myself, giving myself an extra two bonus to AC. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. And then I am going to- What does that look like? Uh, uh, I pull a piece of paper off of it. But the shield <laughs> is like a- big plus two floats in front <laughs> of him. Is it like a hazy yeah, shield like of a, like smoke a, or something like, like that? Little, oh, yeah. little tendrils oh, fall yeah, down from the mushroom. Like, comes out of my pipe and nice. kind of like wraps around me. Yeah, cool. Yeah. And then um, I'm going to grab my peacemaker and take a swing at the spider near me. Mm-hmm. Trying to get back to Meradius, I guess. Okay. So probably the one in, straight in front of me if I yep. can. Hmm. Six, uh, 14, sorry. 14 hit. hits. Yes. Sweet. 13 points of damage as I go down with a two-handed swing on with my maw. You just crush it through the head. Yep. Well, whatever I can hit. I don't, I, want, I don't want to say through the head if it's not dead. Okay. You strike the spider, rattling it, but not killing it. Okay. And then I'm going to take another swing with my maw with a, 20, a dirty 20 to hit. Yep. That'll definitely hit. Piercing through its armor class. It's uh, kite um, armor. That's nine points of damage as I kind of like go for a sweep across the legs to try and like- Get it out of the way, or at least knock it over. Again, it stays attached to the webs that are in front of you, but it also still seems, while while green mucus blood kind of squirts from it, it still seems to be moving, even though parts of its legs, some of its legs are broken and sort of tucked under it. Well, poop. <laughs> All I've got left is movement. Can you move? I Can mean, you get out? Yeah, I guess. I could just leg it. But that doesn't seem... Run, run. So how far are we from the door? Um, you guys have moved maybe 10 foot into this room. So you've, you've moved the furthest into this room. Yeah. How many spiders would he run past to get out of the room? Well, the, definitely the three past him that, that uh, on base to base with him, plus he'd have to move past your spiders as well, Marie. So there's six hits or take three next round, maybe. Mm. I'm just going to stay here. <laughs> cool. You know what this would be a really good time for? So I just want to talk to you guys about um, about party makeup. Like, who is the healer of no, this party fuck, at fuck this point you and your time? party makeup. So who, Who's next, Justin? Who provides the, the healing or the, the sucker? <laughs> the sucker. The, the, the expenditure of joy here who keeps the party alive in the times of of need do we have a, do we have a medicine person who actually can help against poisons yep. Meridius. he's got a medicine pack medicine kit and he can do a medicine check on people at mm-hmm. plus 1 to see if he can overcome those things i have significant healing but it's not in combat healing it takes yeah. 10 minutes to cast and he can suck the poison out of a he can uh, chop the limb off <laughs> i would like to see that spiders this is going to be a nasty, 
nasty world. Now, the good part is they don't get advantage against you anymore because you guys are no longer stuck inside of webs. Uh-huh. So I'm going to go a little bit differently this you time because you have uh, uh, three spiders apiece uh, upon you at the moment. So I'm going to do one at a time. So we're going to start in order with Nikren. Nikren, will a 16 hit you? Um, yeah, uh, yeah. So I don't get any bonus being in range to you. No, okay, yes, it does. That is a nasty, nasty piece. So you take 10 points of damage. You take none of that damage. I take none of that damage. Hang on. What's this? this? Well, you take, uh, I subtract a nine plus three from it as I use my reaction to kind of like stick my hammer in the way. So I don't take none of that damage then. So it reduces it by 1d10 plus three. And I rolled a nine. So as the spider lunges at you, I just swing my hammer up, not able to hit it, but I kind of like, Block you from Veal taking the hit from you on my hammer. Sweet. So as I knew sp- you had something like that. So I was like, are "You sure you ain't got anything?" You were like, "No." Nah. I was like, "Oh no." Okay. <laughs> okay. So you negate the damage in total. Yep. One d ten plus three damage. So that's I rolled great. nine. So How many times can you do that? As many times as I have reactions. So once Sweet. currently. Once around. Yep. One d ten plus three damage. So how much damage did you negate? Sorry. Twelve. So- 12 points of damage. I'm going to say that that doesn't actually mean that the uh, spider hit you at all, which means you don't have any chance of having poison damage Sweet. come against you. How but, much damage was it going uh, to be, Justin? Uh, it was 10 points of just well, physical heal two points damage. Of damage. <laughs> um, but, you know, the, the, uh, the subsequent to that was the uh, fortitude roll with the poison against it. Let's yeah. see how Flunt compares as a spider attempts to attack you, and it seems like the hammer that you've just raised uh, hits the spider away ins- uh, inconsequentially, and it also misses you. The first of the spiders against Meradius uh, comes in and also misses with its uh, with its hit, rolling cool. terribly. <laughs> No, because now we've, know, got, we've got more rounds of this I going. Nikron, the second spider. I'm just going to say that I've rolled natural two, natural two, natural three. Keep so coming. This spider also misses you. I am very upset right now because somebody could die, and I'd be very happy if that happened. Oh, there it goes. <laughs> <laughs> Flood natural 20 as a spider pounces and you see both of its fangs just hit Flunt straight into the neck. The uh, the spider in- starts to inject Remember to double poison the poison damage. Going for... Oh, it's not terrible. 12 Hang points of, po- of piercing damage. Hang on, don't I get to make... No, oh, 12, 12 points of piercing, of piercing damage. damage. And if you can make come. a constitution save for me, please. Uh, Let's say 16 on the con save. Okay, you make it. So you only take half damage, which is six points of poison damage as the second spider attempts to attack you. The second one moves up to you, Meradius, doing 22 as it tries to kind of, its little, its hands sort of come in and try and move your arms apart as it it, uh, attempts to pierce you with its mandibles. Yep. That will do 10 points of damage and a fortitude save, please. You don't feel like all of that goes through. Okay. Oh, this is a big poison. A natural twenty on the save. A natural twenty on the save. Uh, I I wonder if there's anything special for no, a natural twenty. Does it? 
Does it just it clutching? You clutching? I am clutching for you at the yeah, no, point because I mean. it's seven <laughs> points of poison damage even with that save. Don't worry about it. Bullshit. And then the last last of the spiders that is in your grill. Nineteen hit you, Nikron. No, nope, doesn't work. Oh, flunt. I'm joking. Of course, I'm nineteen oh. fucking hits. <laughs> Uh, that does six points of physical damage and a constitution save, please. And a con save, save. 16 on the con save. Okay. Just where your hand meets the feathers, the scaly part of your hand meets the feathers, a fang uh, digs quite deeply in doing that physical damage and five points of poison damage is injected oh. into one of your beautiful sorcerer's hands. Flunt. Oh, dear. 18 to hit you. Is this round three? Yeah. Meets it, beats it. That is the least amount of damage I can do, which is four points of physical and a constitution save, please. I get advantage on constitution. Saves for poison. Um, That's a uh, uh, 13. That is enough to save, but you are still going to take six points of poison damage. And last but not least, Miradius, a spider lands on top of you. You feel it in your hair. There's webs in your hair, but you just don't know where it's gone as the spider kind of stumbles, moves off the wall and kind of falls a little bit at your feet, missing you as it's pounced upon you. There are three more spiders, though. And those three spiders were at length trying to uh, pin you guys with with uh, injected webs, and they all move in towards you, just using their movement here to spin some more webs as they go, blocking some of the pathway and making it very hard for you to move out of this area, making it a uh, halved movement terrain. So difficult terrain to get out? Difficult terrain to and get out. And how many spiders on the way out? Uh, well, each of you still has now four spiders upon between you. Between us and the door? Depends on who it is. So, between you and the door, there yeah. are still four spiders <gasps> in okay. your in your grill. Gotcha. Um, it gets a little bit harder for the other two yep. because they're in front of you yep. and their spiders somewhat share some tactical yep. space. Um, that last attack doesn't hit me. Why is that? Because I forgot I had sacred, sacred oh, to shield. Plus two to armor so class. Plus two to armor class. Okay. Wow. So lucky I write it the way it does so I know how much mm -hmm. hit points. It's I'm too late. On. We've moved on. Hands off the piece. No. Written it down. Saving us. Nikron, it's your go. Okay. From the floor. Cool. From the floor. Yeah. Do you want to describe what's happening here? Uh, so Nikron is in a pile on the floor. Okay. I'm death saving right now. Okay. Well, see, what's see success? How, there we see go. how it, it helps to like describe what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> Rather than you just having to lay down. I was going for suspense. Well, it didn't work. Okay. <laughs> now we're in suspense. Yeah. And having heard the words death saves. Tension as well, though. Yeah. Flunt. Um, so, Flunt, seeing Nikron hit the floor, is going to bend down and lay a hand on him and- He's going to channel some spores. Spores kind of like filter down into your mouth and you're going to take- um, Oh, it's in your mouth. It's in your mouth. 15 points of healing. I thought you didn't do any in combat healing. I got lay on hands. That's all I got. <sighs> lay on okay. spores. 15? Yeah, 15 out of my 25. Ooh, Sounds like lay on hands is in combat healing. It is, but it's not- 
like 25 healing points is all I've got in land hands. It's good, but it saves So him- you just move, used more than half of your healing points. Yes. But it wow. also saves him from taking double damage on a hit next round, which is death. That's a really clutch move. <sighs> and are you still right behind me? I am. And then I'm going to, again, puff a bit of, uh, pull off one of my paper tags and I'm going to burn it and I'm going to cast Shield of Faith on you as well. Me? What does that give me? Plus two to AC. Nikron. Nikron. Just because he's got a lot less armor class than you, I imagine. Sure, sure, sure. sure. And that's all I got. That's all I got. That moves us to Meradius. So Meradius still in his stone cold rage. It's going to reach out a big, meaty, stony paw and grab both Nikron and Flunt by the back of the collar. Mm -hmm. And then he's going to withdraw, carrying them. Mm -hmm. Taking whatever damage he needs to take, but shielding them from the spiders. I'm not sure you can shield them from the spiders because you're also moving them from, like, they're still moving out of the, uh, out of, that combat zone. I get what you're trying to do. Yeah. But it well, doesn't quick- it doesn't put you, you know, you're not negating these spiders. You're literally just moving them out of the combat. Okay. Give me one sec. And I'm I'm just checking something because I think I just want to look at the shove action. Uh-huh. Because if the shove action says you take a attack of opportunity, then that makes sense. But if it doesn't, do you reckon it wouldn't or well it's still movement. So in my mind, you know, grabbing someone by the scruff of the neck and pulling them along still would just moves them straight out of the way and it actually makes them more vulnerable, if anything. Like if you're shoving someone, your body's there and you're being protective of them. You know, yeah. they're, they're a bit different because you're, you're, as you're moving out, your body then replaces their body. Just as, drag as us and take the withdrawal to avoid attacks for yourself. Well, that's what I was going to do, but you guys are going to get hit as well. Yeah, I reckon that's a much better option. Then. And he knows that. If they attack him on the way out, they're not going to be able to attack you because they've only got one reaction, I think. So he's going to do it and he's going to grab it and he's going to pull mm-hmm. back. Um, he's going to make his way out the. Okay, what's your movement speed? He's got 40 foot movement. He's not withdrawing, he's just moving. Okay. So, but what I, why I ask is because you do have to lumber through uh, hindered terrain with the spiders and stuff, which Does only gives you, gives you half movement. Um, you know, it just limits your movement. Yeah, he's, he doesn't get affected by difficult terrain. At all. Um, one of his abilities- Even if it's spider's webs that are crossing the path. Let me just double check because- um, Even if he's dragging a chunk of his body weight. He has a thing called earthwalk, which mm-hmm. means he can move across difficult terrain made of earth or stone without expending extra movement. Yeah. And this is a stone floor, right? It is a stone floor, but that's not what's causing it. It's the, <laughs> it's the webs, unfortunately. Oh, I liked that it. That was such a good- I, I liked that when I was clutching for you, everyone gave me shit. <laughs> but right now- All right, well- Yeah, because you know, half you're movie, the enemy, Justin. Half movie, I'm 20 not the foot enemy. The I'm playing this game you're with you right now. Half, it's not my intention I'm happy to, half to happen. move as long as they get out the door. If you can yeah, push you them can behind definitely them to the Get through the door. The problem that you've got here is all of the opportunity attacks that you you're all going to take opportunity attacks yep. at this point in time, and they're kind of unavoidable at uh, at this moment because each of you has four spiders that are essentially within range of you as you move away. Okay, so I'm just saying that, knowing. Giving you the opportunity to think of your I options. I can either get them out of safety now or get them 
out of death later. I, I don't think there's another option. There's no way that we are going to bring down 12 spiders in the next round, and there's not two rounds in this fight. So be it, Jedi. <laughs> who do we want to start with? Let's start with the person who is dragging first, Maradius. He, he will try and incur as many attacks as he can possibly yeah, take. But you were, you were always behind these guys. Sure. You know, the brunt of the spiders yeah, yeah. was in front of you at that point in yep. time. Uh, that is probably not going to be enough as two of the spiders uh, try and attack, attack you. They kind of grab you with their hands, trying to pierce you to put their the venom hands. inside of you. Well, <laughs> they're spider hands. That's what makes them so spider scary hands. that they've got hands, hands on the end of their uh, on the end so of their Marantis legs. was counting their fingers and dividing by five. <laughs> uh, worse than he thought it was. That's right. 13 is the best of the, no. the first two. As you move through the second two, oh, Sixteen is the best of Doesn't those hit. two. So you start moving, and you're getting your entire movement. So and what you do know is, regardless, regardless of what is happening at this point in time, you are going to get through the door. Yeah. Okay. It is now just the fallout of of how many, how much, and how bad this goes. Now, Nikrin, you're the next closest to the door because sure. uh, get, is there a plus two for that spell? You that thing? You yep. yep. Cool. Okay. Fuck. The first two that I've got is a natural 19, and that is a natural 24. Oh, a, natural a natural 24. 24. <laughs> Not a natural. So, sorry. An adjusted 19 and an adjusted ni- 24. Okay. Um, Do either of those hit you? Uh, both. <laughs> On one of those hits, I'm going to stop seven points of damage. Okay. Cool. cool. Okay, so the first of the of the hits, you negate all of the damage, okay, which yep. also negates the poison damage as we move before. It's lucky it was the first one because for the seven, second one of those hits, that is 11 points of damage. Just make a constitution set. Fuck. Tech. I feel like that one we both- uh, 24. That is four points oh, of save. poison damage. So you feel Nikron go limp in your arms as he's being pulled. But yet there are f- two more- sp- Spiders out there to get him. One of them misses, but one of them hits you. I'm just going to, unless you've got anything hoopy to do here. Nope. Seven points of damage. Just make a constitution save, because even though you're down. Well, no, if he's slack, it's double two death save. It's an automatic foul two death death saves. It's not. It's only doing one though. When I put it on the D and D Beyond, when I put the oh, because in. you're taking damage while you're down, it's yeah, two death it's saves. Okay, so you don't saves. actually take hit point damage; you take two death saves on your next round. So when I took you go one up. death save, failed death save for the seven points of damage. No, it's just two death no. saves. Oh, it's just, just yeah, you don't saves. have to take any damage. You just now have to do two death saves oh, okay. on your next turn. Oh. What? No, no, no. He just fails two fails death saves. Fails two death saves. Oh, yeah. Yep. So he has oh, one that's death worse. save left. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's the much. Seven damage in, and it gave me a f- one failed death save. Much, that was much. I got confused because you said much, much, much worse. Okay. That is much, much worse. And four spiders against our new companion, Flunt. Miss, miss. That was actually a different number. <sighs> um, I believe that was a twenty. Does a twenty hit? Twenty him? meter beats it. Okay, and then a miss. So one of those attacks hits you. Eleven points of piercing damage before you need to make a fortitude save, which I just rolled the uh, damage. Nineteen on the fort save. You take half damage, but even that half damage is seven points. Fuck. 
You still up? Nope. Fuck. As so what another I, body I goes limp. Go limp. <laughs> as what I imagine happens is Miradius moves, dragging the rest of his movement, these two limp bodies straight through a doorway, kicking the door behind him in the face of spiders, keeping you into that little fireplace, that restroom, that sitting room. And, you know, the last thing that you see before the lights go dim, before you lose consciousness, is the uh, the shield that hangs on the mantelpiece of a dwarven gauntlet clutching a hand axe as the world goes dark around two of the characters and we'll see what happens with oh, them. Oh, no. That was fucking rough. I looked at that initially and thought, oh, you guys are going to no. piss this in. You're going to, but that- That's a that significant is, amount of damage. That is a lot of spiders doing a lot of damage because when I first looked at it, I actually thought, oh, you take the poison damage once only. And then as I was, I read it no. and then I'm like, and it there is nothing here that says you only take poison damage once. So half damage. 20 roll away from dying permanently. But that's, that's ridiculous amounts of damage. That is for a piercing damage, it's one. 1d8 plus 3, your constitution save, you're taking half of 2d8 poison damage. If you failed that, that's 2d8. That is possibly 3d8 plus 3 damage that you're taking in that's one bullshit. round. And that is, according to this module, three spiders per character, three spiders per character plus one each. So this is Luke foreshadowing it way, 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 way back in. Back in our very early days. Hi, my name is Luke, and I have two spiders. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That All right. is rough. I haven't finished my turn, you know that, right? What? Well, we're going to have to find I've that out next time. Three possible actions next game. <laughs> <laughs>